the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in San San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to a radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with Jesus called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Saints of God, a magnificent door of opportunity has been open to all of us to have a close, intimate, personal relationship with a God who saved us. But unfortunately, although that opportunity is open and made available to all of us, not many of us has walked through to enjoy the kind of close, intimate relationship with God that He wants to have with us. One of the reasons why is because many of us don't know how to increase our intimacy with Him. There are things that the Word of God says that can be done by me and you that will increase the intimacy between God and me and you. Pathways that each and every one of us can and should follow that will get us to the place where we have the kind of close, intimate relationship with God that He desires to have with us. So come on and let's learn a little bit more today about some of those pathways to a closer, more intimate relationship with God that He wants us to have. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. If you got your Bible with you, I invite you to turn to Matthew chapter 3 and get ready for this word I'm about to give thee. That's going to give you a little bit more clarity of what it is that God expects of me and you. That we might pave the way for him to do what it is he desires to do. Matthew chapter 3, we're going to read our foundational text of the teaching that we've been doing. And that is pathways to increase intimacy with God. Pathways to increase intimacy with God. Because God is inviting us into intimacy with him. Increase intimacy with him. And he draw, in, in, inviting us to draw near this year, that we might have an ear to hear what it is that the Lord has say, and then be able to operate the way he wants us to, to do each and every day. Well, we've been reading our foundational text and learning some awesome things about this. You're going to learn some more today in Jesus' name. Matthew chapter 3, we'll start reading at verse 13. It reads, Then come of Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Of course, we know that this is an account of Jesus Christ, our elder brother, our Lord and Savior, brother like none other. 
he was the one that delivered us and then came back to be with us so that he can be able to help us and aid us and to get into the life that he has in store for me and you so that we can be able to get clarity and understanding about this love letter that was written to me and you, these instructions on what we need to do so that we can be able to live out our lives like we ought to. Praise God, the way that it was bought and paid for for us to do. Well, we found out that Jesus Christ is a son of God. Well, we who have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we too are sons of God. Because the Bible says, to them who received him, gave he power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. I got any sons of God in the house? Of course, we found out we're sons of God. But remember, that word son is the word huio, which states that it's a son, but it doesn't tell us what kind of son. That's one of the reasons why the adjective had to be put in the front of beloved son, so we can know what kind of son he was. We found out that that word beloved meant dear, and we found out one of the reasons why he was dear is because he was near. He was one who was close to the Father, praise God. So therefore, we learn to be close to the Father, praise God. Because if we're close to the Father, then we can be able to benefit from having a father and son relationship like he had so that we can be able to live out the life that he had, the one that he gave to me and you when he went to the cross for the substitute for me and you. He expects us to be able to live out a certain type of life. And what is that life? The life that he exchanged with us. There was an exchange that was made on the cross, praise God. And we ought not, in in relationship to what Jesus did for us, we ought not double cross. Because if Jesus gave up a certain life for us to live and took upon our old life, we're not supposed to go back to the old life. You're supposed to live the new life. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Otherwise, you done double-crossed the Lord. Praise God. Because he took upon sin, so you don't have to have it. So you don't supposed to take it back on. Praise God. Does anybody hear me up in here? So we've been learning some things, praise God, about why it is that we need to do this. And that is sinlessness. Sinlessness is a result of intimacy with God. Because God has invited us into intimacy with him. But one of the benefits of that intimacy with him is to get rid of this sinless, this sinfulness. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because some of us have gotten picking back up some stuff that we shouldn't be doing. Praise God. I said some of us are picking back up some stuff that we shouldn't be doing. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And some of us have been holding on to some stuff that we shouldn't ought to be doing. But we learn that if we draw closer to the Lord, then, 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 then he'll show us some stuff. Because we don't want to do that. And so I'm saying we don't want to do that. Turn to James chapter 4. James chapter 4. Second of the foundational text before we move into what God has in store. James chapter 4. Here's the invitation that was sent to me and you. An invitation that has been extended on us by God to draw near to, to me and you. As we draw near to him. James chapter 4 verse 7 says, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Well, we found out, praise God, as you begin to draw nigh to God, one of the privileges that is we'll get a chance to be able to know what to do and be able to do what we need to do to be able to make sure that we stay clean. Praise God. That we get a chance to cleanse our hands. Praise God. We get a chance to cleanse our feet, cleanse our walk, and cleanse out everything that we do. Praise God, so that we can quit being double-minded. Because some of us are hokey-pokey Christians. Praise God. We got one foot in, we got one foot out. We got one foot in, and then we shake it all about. We do the hokey-pokey, and we turn ourselves around. That's what we're all about. Praise God. But God wants us to quit being hokey-pokey Christians and begin to start being all-in Christians. Hallelujah. You're either going to have both feet in or you're going to have both feet out. Which one you want? Praise God. 
Well, this is a time and a season that God is trying to tell us it's time to get both feet in. Praise God. And if you hadn't done it before, that's all right. That's before. Now it's time for us to move forward into what God has in store for us the way he wants us to do. And trust me on this one. It's a better life than you have even anticipated happening for you. God has asked us to draw nigh to him. Come approach him. Be at hand with him. Come to him. Come near to him. So that he can then be able to aid and assist us in being able to purify ourselves. To make ourselves clean and sanctify ourselves. So that we could be in double-minded, two-spirited, vacillating between two opinions and two lifestyles. Praise God. Someday we act like we're God's child. Sometimes we act like we're the devil's child. Praise God. Sometimes we do what God said do. Sometimes we be like, bunk you. I ain't doing nothing you want me to do. Well, see, God said, no, it's time out for all that. It's time for us to lock all the way into this thing and go ahead and do this thing. I got anybody in the house that's ready to do this thing. Praise God. Turn to John, from the first John chapter 1. This is what we was working on last time we got together. Praise God. First John chapter 1. We're good because God wants us to be able to do this thing. And he's going to aid and assist me and you in doing this thing. Praise God. We found out that God wants us to fellowship with him. To be able to fellowship with him and the, and, 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 and the Lord. Verse 3 says, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you. That you also may have fellowship. We found out that that's partnership. As well as participation and social intercourse with the Lord. Praise God. That we may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. We found out that God is doing this so that our joy can be full. He's not trying to take anything away from us. He's trying to get something to us. He's not trying to stop us from enjoying ourselves. No, he's trying to fill you with the real joy. Praise God. This joy that he have, the world can't give it to you. The world can't give it and the world can't take it away. Praise God. But we got to do it according to what God has to say. He said, this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So since we're in God and, God, and, and, and there's no darkness in God, then that means that we're supposed to have nothing to do with darkness either. Praise God. We found out darkness is the, is the opposite of what God's about. That word darkness means dimness and obscurity, but it ain't nothing dim about God. God is bright. Praise God. He is the bright and morning star. Praise God. And we found out there's nothing obscure about him. Praise God. There's no obscurity about him. God is clear. God is distinct. We know exactly who God is. And so, therefore, we ought to begin to start operating like we really are his. We found out the two can't walk together unless they agree. And we found out that the Lord does not walk in darkness. And so, since he does not walk in darkness, we must break our fellowship with him in order to walk in darkness. You're still related to him, but you broke your fellowship with him. You're still his child. But you walked away for a while and began to start doing something other than what it is that God desired of you and therefore walk in darkness and then open up the full things that the kingdom of the darkness can do to you. But God is saying, no, come walk in the light as I am in the light and the blood of Jesus will cover your sin. Praise God. And, and, and he's inviting us to come on in because we found out that if we follow Jesus, then we don't walk in darkness. God told us. Told, told, told the young lady that used to walk in darkness that he, that, 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 that he forgave her. He told her to go away and sin no more. Well, if he told her that, then he's got the same thing for us in store. His intention is for us to sin no more. Praise God. And we found out, but if you draw nigh to God and get close to God, then drawing closer to God will expose your secret sins. Because we found out that there's both sins of omission and sins of commission. There's not just the ones we do, but the ones that we didn't do. 
And every one of us, if we found out are guilty of things that it is that we were supposed to do that we didn't do or things that it is that we did do that we shouldn't have done. But the good part about it is that whether you know about it or don't know about it, God will make sure you know about it because he wants you to be able to have this life that he has in store for you. So he's going to give you every opportunity to succeed so that you can recede from the things that you used to do. Praise God. We found that out. Turn over to Jeremiah chapter 16, please. Jeremiah chapter 16. I love a God that will show you where you're wrong. I know a lot of folks want a God that just keeps telling them where they're right. Give me one, show me where I'm wrong. Because where I'm wrong is going to stop me from being able to get what God has in store for me in his fullness. I want to know about that. I know everybody don't want to know about that. I want to know about that. Jeremiah chapter 16. We'll start reading at verse 17. It reads, Lord speaking, he says, for mine eyes are upon all their ways. He said all their ways. I like that. Not just the ways we do in church. Not just the ones we do on Sunday, but the ones we do on Monday. Tuesday too. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know that, you know, them times when you, you know, you do what you do. He said, he said, he said, my eyes are on all your ways. They are not hidden from my face. Even the stuff you do in the booth in the back in the dark, it's light to God. <laughs> neither is there iniquity hid from mine eyes. God said, neither is there iniquity hidden from my eyes. See, all of our ways are seen by God, even our iniquities. That word iniquities right there means perversities. That is evil. It's speaking of moral evil, things that are wrong in God's eyes. I say wrong in God's eyes because the good part about it is that there's some things that we think is right in our eyes, but it's wrong in God's eyes. So there's some things that we think are wrong, are, are right in our eyes, but they're wrong in God's eyes. But God said ain't not near one of them uh, 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 hidden from him. That's good news. That word iniquity also translates and it therefore includes faults and, mis- and, mis- and mischief. Faults and mischief. Faults are talking about defects or imperfections, flaws or failings. God sees every one of your faults, your defects, your imperfections and your failings. Praise God. But I got good news. That's why we could point them out and laugh at them and point them out and talk to you about, talk about you about them. No, that's not the reason why. It's so that he can be able to, to, to make good that, that which is not right. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. God will come in and work with us on our thinking. He'll work with us on our thinking about things. He's not just going to demand you to do something that you cannot do because you have another type of thought on the inside of you. But what he'll do is he'll work with you and help you to be able to see the things the way he wants you to see it. So because once you see it, you'll make a decision to be it. Does that make sense? Or in some cases, once you see it, you'll make a decision to flee it. Depends on which side is on. Are you listening to me? Praise God. You figure out which side I'm talking about. Praise God. But God will show you your faults. Thank God for, your, for that. Your defects, your imperfections, your flaws, and your failings. Why? So that he can be able to fix them for you. Because God is a fixer. Hallelujah. Yes, he is. Yeah. Oh, yes, he is. He's a mind regulator. Mm. 
I think he need to fix that about me. Praise God. I think that's what, one of them faults he need to fix. Praise God. Or, or maybe it might lean off into this next, next one. Mischief. Praise God. Maybe that's what that was. Mis, mix, mischief. God, God wants to deal with your mischief. He knows about your mischief too. <laughs> you know, the little stuff that you do. Mischief is an inclination to behave in a particular way. Devilment. Devilry. Amen. Come on, help him say amen, because I'm anointed us all get out right now. Because I can start calling them out, praise God. And I can go down rows, praise God, start calling them out. I'm not anointed right now, praise God. So just say amen, and, and we can go on past this point, praise God. Our devilment and our devilry, praise God. Little, little stuff we do. It's a source of trouble, difficulty, et cetera, et cetera. Because there's different things that are, 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 are trouble to us. There are different things that brings difficulty into the midst of our lives, or it's difficult for us to be able to deal with, handle, stop, things like that. God says that he knows all of those things. But I got good news, that he knows how to fix all these things too. But see, he needs you to own up to it before you can get rid of it. I said he needs us to own up to it before we can get rid of it. You got to own it before you can disown it. Is anybody hearing me up in here? And a lot of us don't want to own some of the stuff we do. Oh, oh, that's not really me. Oh, well, then why keep happening around thee then? It is you. Now let God work on you so that he can be able to handle that thing so you don't do that no more. Hallelujah. Or the stuff that he did say do that you still ain't doing, God, that, that, that God can work on that. Turn to Psalm 69, please. Oh, yes, it is. It's a good word. God will help us. He's a helper. Jesus told us he sent us a helper. Let him help. You're trying to act like you got it all together when you know you ain't got it all together. Now, you ain't got to be all public about it, praise God. That's why he's inviting us into prayer so that we can do this privately. Psalms number 69. Dancing number five. It says, oh God, thou knowest my foolishness. Can I get an amen? Well, oh God, oh God, thou knowest my foolishness. And my sins are not hid from thee. See, our sins is not hid from God, neither is our foolishness either. Now that word foolishness right there translates silliness. Because sometimes we just silly. Can I make it medium? Because you don't, I ain't got time for you to come in here with me. Sometimes I can just be silly. Whereas God will be there to tell me what to do. And I'll, be, I'll even say yes. And then drag my feet and do. Yeah, I do too. So if I do, I know you do. Praise God. So don't even go there with me. Praise God. And that's silly. Anytime the living God tells you something, he always right. Anytime the living God tells you something, you know he right. We be wanting 14 confirmations from God? That's silly. I mean, he'll give you 15 if you want 14, but for real, the first time he said it, that should be that. 
He knows our, all our foolishness and our sins. That word sins right there is talking about guiltiness. He knows our guiltiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've forgiven of everything, but you still did it. Now, thank God for the, for, for the forgiveness. But let's like work on why it is we keep doing it in the first place. Amen. See, God knows what we do and he'll show it unto me and you. He knows what we do and he'll show it unto me and you. He said in verse, what verse we was on? Yeah, that was it. Oh God, thou knowest my foolishness and my sins are not hid from thee. God will show it to you and me. That's good news. Turn to Romans chapter one. God knows us better than we know ourselves. And God will help you. Told you last week, praise God, I was walking around doing things and I knew I was right. Till the Lord exposed it to me. Now when I exposed it to me, you mean, oh my goodness, you mean I can't beat people for money? And be a good Christian, praise God. You mean I can't cut folk and be a good Christian? Oh my goodness. I found out about it and I had adjustments I had to make. Romans chapter 1, <laughs> verse 16. See, God has the gospel shared with us so that we can know and believe, believe as well as so that we can understand who we are in Christ. Romans chapter 1, verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why is that? For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now, this gospel is awesome. It is awesome. This gospel is awesome. The word gospel is talking about good news. The, the gospel is good news. When something, how about this? Uh, now, now, we know that the good news is about Jesus Christ and what it is that he did for us that we might have life. But remember, he said, I am coming that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. So even after you receive your eternal life, God wants you to step into abundant life. But in order to step into that abundant life, there's some things you got to work on. Now, you couldn't do nothing about the eternal life because anything that's eternal, only God can give and arrange and change that. He's the only one who can do that. But the temporal stuff, we got something to do with that. And so there's things that we need to work on in order for that to happen. So the gospel does, does not end with the fact that you find out that Jesus is your friend. But the gospel continues on and on and on as God continues to deal with you and work with you about various things. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you learned a little bit more about the intimate relationship that God wants to have with all of us. I hope that you learned even more about the pathways that we can take to have that increased intimacy that God wants to have with us. So let's accept the word of God as true, and let's take the pathway to the increased intimacy with God that he laid out for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 That's area code 210 Or write us at Word of Faith Physicist. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. 
So if you're in a visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Where the Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up and you to the church and then drop you off at home after service. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the married people out there in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held in Word of Faith just for you. Especially if your desires to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship tomorrow evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio to help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to, pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's the evening out for the married people. It's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will often will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until A, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. Either I, VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And remember, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing you this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. I guarantee that you'll be blessed. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word to where it's going for you. Call the neighbor, call a friend, tell them that you need. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Now stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.